Okay, so we are on Daf Vav Amud Bet. Uh, we're talking about uh, different uh, things that are brought down uh, through the oral Torah, but um, that is, it's a Dorite, it's on the Torah, it's on the Torah level, but it's brought down Halach Sinai. We just said that Shurim measurements are uh, are brought Halach Sinai. And that's how we get to the sukkah being ten tefachim ha, uh, according to I think it's Rabbi Yehuda. Um, uh, he says it's tradition um, uh, about how high a sukkah can be. So it says like this: Ba mechitzin had amran. The halachim is Sinai that is that involves partitions. Is this we have said that a partition that is less than ten tefachim ha is not a valid wall. So it's not a valid wall if it's less than ten tefachim ha. Ha nichel Reb Yehuda. The Gemara says that's good for Reb Yehuda. Um, why? Because he's the one that says that he has the tradition that a sukkah needs to be ten tefachim and it's learned out from tradition. But we, but the sages, they, but and the Gemara will say, uh, what about Rebbe Meir? El Rebbe Meir, who holds that. The heart of the sukkah is learnt out from the aron, from the ark, um, and from the the area underneath the kruvim, the wings of the kruvim. So, Elul Rebbe Meir, how does he learn it out? What does he when we say that mechitzas um, uh, are tradition? According to Rebbe Meir, they're not tradition. We know from the Torah how high mechitza needs to be, and that's ten tefachim. So Elul Rebbe Meir, Ma'ikul remember what there is to say. So the Gemara says, Ki hilchata, when, what Rabbi Meir will say when we say that the halocha of walls comes from Mount Sinai is good. It's coming to teach you uh, this, um, this very great chiddush of good, which is um, good asik and good achit, which means that if a wall is, uh, if, uh, if there's a, a certain sized wall that's a meter, uh, sorry, that's uh, that's a certain height. Um, it will, yeah, like a meter long. It will go downwards to the ground virtually, and if it's a meter high, it will extend up to the ceiling um, uh, virtually, even though it's not actually there. That's good achit and good achit. Levud. The concept of levud means that if there's a gap of less than three tefachim, that gap is closed as if it's not there virtually. But Dofin Akuma and a bent wall is this great Kiddush of that uh, a wall that is two meters, uh, about uh, four amot long. If it's less than four amot, um, we view it as a skew wall and not a, uh, a roof in and of itself. Um, uh, so, Ulu Gud. Ulu Vud, Ulu Dofin Akuma. Um, now, the Gemara said, but uh, the sages argue. Um, that the a sukkah that doesn't have three walls um, is not kosher. So what does it mean that it doesn't have three walls? Tan Rabbon and Rabbah taught in a bright Shtaim kihilchatan ushlishit afilu tefach. It says that the uh, at the two there has to be two walls, and uh, the third wall it can even be a tefach, which is five centimeters. Uh, wide. Um, so it doesn't mean you need three full walls, it means you need two full walls and one tefach. Rabbi Shimon, Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, 
Shalosh Kirchatan, you actually need three full walls, Uruvit, and the fourth one, Afilu Tefach. The fourth one can be uh, a Tefach. Um, okay, now, with this, we, what we're going to do now for, I think, the rest of the Amud, a lot of the Amud, is to analyze with the source for where they get that a sukkah needs either two full walls and one tefach wall, or three full walls and a fourth being the tefach wall. So, kemiflegi. What are they actually arguing about here? That uh, the one uh, the the one says uh, the rabbis say two and a bit, and Rabbi Shimon says two three and a bit. But my kemiflegi. What are they arguing about? Rabbanon Savri, Yesh Aim Lemasoret. The rabbis hold that there is a, that the, the way we expound the Torah, its transmitted form, it's, the way it's written, uh, is, is primary. So meaning Aim Lemasoret means the, 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 what is the mother, the mother, I think the primary way of transmitting, the, of understanding the Torah is through the way it's been uh, transmitted, which is ultimately the way it's been written. Um, um, obviously, the oral way was also transmitted, but Hashem gave Moshe the written Torah. He transmitted the written Torah, and Moshe passed that down. So the most transmitted way is what the, is the Torah in the way it's written, um, and he says that's the primary way we understand the verses. No, he says the the pronounced form the way it's read has primary has primacy which means that um even if it's written even if it's read differently to how it's written um what is the the major way we expound it is through the way it's written uh, sorry the way it's read so now listen to this the rabbis hold there is uh, the 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 transmitted written form has primacy, aim lemasoret, because it, say, it says, basukot, basukot, basukot. Um, if you see the pasuk about sukot is written with three times, three times it said basukot. And the first one is without a vav, so it can be read as basukat. The second one is basukot, but it's read, it's written basukat. So um, and the third one is Basukot and it's written Basukot. Um uh, so if you look here, I've highlighted it for you on the page. Basukot, Basukot, Basukot. Um you see the third one has a vav, Basukot. Um so it says like this Hare Khan Arba. What you have here is four a suggestion of four sukkot. The word sukkot can be read sukkat, which is one, sukkat again. And Sukkot is two. Sukkot is a plural. So there's at least four mentionings of uh, Sukkot, so to speak, which is suggested of four walls is needed. Harekan Arba. Daochad Lagufe. So you take away one of the mentionings of Sukkot to teach you, it needs to be there, the, part, the word needs to be there to tell you you're talking about Sukkot. And therefore, you've, you've got now Three mentionings of Sukkot, Pashu, Luhu, Tlata, you have remaining three, Shtaim, Kirchatan, which means you've got, it's suggesting there's three walls. Two are Halachik, Va'ata, Yochata, Ugarata, Shtaim, Kirchata, Va'ata, Yochata, 
ugarata and the 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 oral Torah comes and teaches us ugarata lishlishit v'ukma tefach. You lessen the third wall. It doesn't need to be a full wall, and as long as it's a tefach. So that's the halacha l'moshim misina. That's the that's the tradition. Okay, and that's how you get to two and a bit. Rabbi Shimon sava yesh aim lemikra. Rabbi Shimon holds that you know the way it's read is primary. And how is it read? Basukot is plural too. Basukot, the second time, is in plural too. Um, basukot in plural again. You have six mentionings of Sukkot because each word is read in the plural, even though the first two are written in, in, a, in a way that you can understand it in singular. Take away one of the mentionings because you need it to tell you the context is about Sukkot. So now you've left with Pashulu Arba. You have four, word, four mentionings of Sukkot. Shalosh Kirchatan, which we learn out, three of them needs to be full walls. And the halacha comes to teach you that you can make the fourth wall less. And then you, um, you, uh, you establish it that it only needs to be a tefach uh, wide, the fourth wall. Okay, so now the first way of understanding is it's a machloket. How do you expound the Torah? Aim le mikra or aim le masoret? Do you say it? It's the way it's written, and if it's written in this way, it's only four minus one. You have three, so there's three walls to a sukkah. That's two proper walls and one tefach. Or do you? Is the primary way of understanding it the way it is read, and each one is read as a plural sukkot, sukkot, sukkot. And therefore you have six, take away the one word sukkah, you now have four, and now you have four walls, and that's three and a bit. Uh, that's the one machloket, and that's how you get it. The other way, there's, we're going to suggest a few ways of what could be behind this argument. Alternatively, you could say, Everybody holds the, the, the primary way of, re, of understanding the Torah is through the reading of it, the way it's read. So now, how does that work out? It means you've got six. Oh, but how does the one hold you have two and a bit, and the other one hold you have three of a bit? So, and this is what they're arguing about. Um, so that means um, that uh, the word sukkah, uh, does not the word sikha you you don't uh, you don't need um the word uh, sukkah the first word you actually don't need it there uh, sorry um yeah you don't need it there um uh, it's itself understood that we're referring to a shelter and therefore you actually don't have to take uh, one away so you've got um uh, the one opinion says you've got uh, uh, sorry, must have a sikha boy cry. So, um, uh, you you if you read it that way, you've got six. Um, uh, uh, so if you you've got six, and then you the one opinion says you you remove the first the first word sukkah. So now you've got four left. That means you've got four uh, three walls and an extra one. Um, and the other one says. 
the Sikha, I'm, I'm a bit confused here. Hold on, hold on one sec. According to my way of working out, it's the opposite. Um, so it says here that Vachka Mifligi, Mar Savasikha Boykra, he holds that the covering of a sukkah requires a separate indication in the verse. Oh, and therefore, um, the schach needs its own mention in the verse. That's the rabbis. Therefore, you have three or four allusions to a sukkah that are available to teach how many walls are needed. And therefore, um, it indicates three walls. And the third wall can be a tefach. Umar And Rabbi Shimon holds that the word schach does not need a separate indication. Hence, all four remaining allusions may be used to teach how many walls are needed. So you've got four. Um, uh, now, uh, so it's, it's, uh, um, so if you, the way you read it, it comes out that you've got um, uh, four allusions to a sukkah wall. Two from the second mention uh, of Sukkot and two from the third. Um, oh, and the, oh, I see. The first mention, oh, so, okay, I'm getting a bit confused. The first one everybody holds, you, so you've got six mentionings of Sukkot. The first one everybody holds, you need it there to teach you about the context that you're talking about a Sukkah. So that removes one. Now you've got uh, Sukkot and Sukkot, so you've got four left. One opinion holds that the one mention of Sukkot is coming to tell you about the mitzvah of Shach, and therefore you have three out of the four um, left over. And the other opinion says you don't need a special pasuk to tell you about the Shach, and you have all four mentionings, so therefore you need all four walls. That's one way of reading it. The Ebait Aima, another way of understanding this machlok, it is Kuli Alma Yesh Masoret. There is a the the primary way of understanding the psukim is through the way it is written. and this is what they are arguing about. Mar Sava Mar Sava says that one opinion holds that the oral tradition is coming to minus to uh, to make the the one wall. Uh, less then it, it doesn't need a full wall it can be a tefach and the other one holds that you the the oral tradition comes to tell you to actually add on a tefach so according to this you've got um four four sukim four extra words uh, so you've got three mentionings of sukkot um so the and you got Two that are full walls, and the one opinion holds the the tradition says you you take the third wall and you lessen it to being a tefach, and the other opinion says no, you take the fourth wall and the third wall, and you need three full walls, and then you still have to add on a tefach for the fourth wall. Um, I have to admit I don't really understand that option. Um, the ebite aima, and alternatively another way of understanding this machloket, the kuli alma. Between Rabbon and Rabbi Shimon, Kuli Almaki Achi Hilchata Ligroa. Everybody says that the Aloha is coming to lessen, to make a full wall only a tefach, for Yesh Aimlem Asoret. And there is a tradition, uh, and we, we, the primary way of, of understanding it 
is the way it is written. So now you have uh, uh, three uh, mentionings of uh, of sukkah. And and here they're actually arguing about um, do everybody holds you need the word sukkah to come and um, um, to tell you about the context, but even though it's coming to tell you about the context, you can still learn something out of it. You can learn that it needs to be another wall. So the one opinion says, the one opinion says that you, you the first sukkah, remember there were three words of sukkot, first to mention two walls, and the third one, which is plural, mentions two walls. So the first one, you actually expound the first word, and that's how you get to three and a bit. And because you have all four available, and the other opinion holds, you don't expound uh, the first way, the first word that comes to teach the context. Therefore, you only have three words, Sukkot, available, and that means two and a bit, not three and a bit. Rav Matana Amar Taimai. So Rav Matana, he says a different reason for Rabbi Shimon, a completely different reason. Remember, Rabbi Shimon is the one that says you need three and a bit walls, Mehaka, he says it's from a pasuk. It says the sukkah The sukkah should be, and this is a pasuk in Yeshayahu. And even though we don't normally learn halacha from Yeshayahu, um, from Tanakh, uh, except for Torah, nevertheless, this is showing you how to understand the drosha of sukkah, 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 or sukkot, sukkot, sukkot. So it says the sukkah The sukkah should be for you shade. Should provide for you shade in the day, mechorev from the heat, ulemachse ulemistor miserim umatar, and for a refuge and for covering from storm and from rain. Now, if you want something to protect you from a storm and rain, it needs four walls. You can't uh, because remember, in, especially in the northern hemisphere, when it rains in the winter and the wind blows, the wind will push in the scha- push the water in from the side. And that's why you need four walls. And that's how he learns you need three and a bit walls. Um, okay, so now we a slightly different question here. This tefach that we said is the extra tefach. Where do you put the extra tefach? So um, this is a, if you look on the sheet, oh, the, it doesn't have pictures in the sheet in front of you, but picture you've got, um, you've got a, a wall You've got the two walls. I've got a picture here. I'll show you. Where do you put... I don't know if you can see me. Um, uh, you put the... Here we go. I don't know if you can see the picture there. Um, there. Do you put the tefach... So you've got two full walls. One wall on the northern side. One wall on the eastern side. And then you extend the tefach, um, the little edge, you extend it a little bit more um, at the edge of one of those walls. Um, and uh, that's one option. Um, okay. You rav holds, you place it opposite um, the other side. So opposite the northern wall, it will be at the edge of the Eastern wall, a, a little edge. Um, Amri lay Rav Kahana, Rav Asi le Rav. 
So Rav Kahana and Rav Asi said to Rav, so they say slightly differently, Biyamidenu connected Rosh Tor. Now you put it on the diagonal, um, which could mean that you, instead of this tefach being uh, parallel to the other wall, you push it in a little bit. Um, so it's going diagonally across. And that makes it look a bit more enclosed, as if it's a uh, fourth wall. Um, um, or you actually put it opposite. So in the one corner, you've got these two walls creating a corner at right angles to each other. And opposite that right angle corner, you've got a, a diagonal wall that is kind of closing in the other two sides. Um, um, that's what they hold. So they say, no, you don't put it, you don't add just a, a, di a parallel wall. You actually add the wall, but you put it in as a slant. So Shatik Rav, Rav was quiet, which we're not sure why he's quiet. Did he agree or did he argue? So either he silenced his agreement or silence means he, he, he completely was oblivious to their suggestion. So it says, Itmar Nami, it also says um, as a proof for Rav's opinion that it's a, an extension of the opposite wall. Itmar Nami, Amma Shmuel Mishmeid Levi, Shmuel said in the name of Levi, Mamiru Kenegeda Yoytzei, he should erect the tefak long wall opposite the distant wall. Bechain Moirim by Midrasha, and this is what the academy ruled as well. Mamidoi Kenegeda Yoytzei, he should erect it opposite the distant wall. Okay, um, uh, so that we, we can end here. We've done the daf. Uh, we next week, Mitzvahem, uh, being Sukkot, we'll have to discuss when we're going to do it. Um, um, so it will be, we'll do Zion, please God, um, but we'll be in touch on the group. Um, uh,